Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast will definitely contain naughty words and spoilers. I really speaking. I heard you struck my son. Yes, sir, I did. Then may I ask why? Yeah, well, because you stole John Wick's car, sir, and uh, killed his dog. start yeah you like that don't you yeah ups your game ain't you wow <laughs> getting, some, getting some skills it didn't have some very exciting music in it did it but the beginning isn't as sort of indiana jonesy no it's not classic, really got is a, it? not really got that essential theme tune hence the talking bit yeah over the top that was good it's good thanks so uh yeah definitely a spoiler there if you haven't seen the film <laughs> Yeah, there is a spoiler warning at the there start. Is, yeah, so. There is, yeah. Okay, guys, we are officially in December. It is cold AF outside. The Christmas countdown is on. Yeah, I'm slowly but surely getting some decorations up. Yeah, you're allowed now. Yeah. If it was up to you, they'd go up the start of November. No, they wouldn't. That's too early. Middle of November then, whatever. No, it's still got to be around the beginning of See, you seem to think I want to put them up super early. I don't. I just want them at the beginning of December. July, you want them up. <laughs> so, yes. So, this week was a nice little thing because I got to choose a film, technically. Sort of, yeah. So, that made a nice difference. And I absolutely love Keanu Reeves. He's immortal, isn't he? He's, oh. he's an immortal vampire, according to the internet. Yeah. I can see that. I, I don't know who it is. I think it's just like all this cute stuff he does. Like he got off his seat and let a pregnant lady sit down or something. And then he like gives his money away to charity. And his like wife died well young. And it's just like, he's just adorbs, isn't he? It's just a nice bloke. Yeah. It's a really nice bloke. Could generally think if you ever met him in the street, he would just like shake your hand and be like, right. <laughs> he yeah. wouldn't be like, pretty much. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Do you know who he's, I am? He's not, yeah, he's not one of them. He's not up his own arse, is he, at all, so... It's good. But yeah, so we watched John Wick, and that was made in 2014. Is it really? Yeah. They banged a few out, then. Yeah, they did, pretty quick. Up, up to number three already. Mm, actually inspired me to watch all of them. There we go. Wow. I know. Giving it away early. Supposed to yeah, save no, this I stuff to the end. absolutely loved it. Anyways, yeah, um... <laughs> I'll give you a quick... We haven't actually got any news to tell anybody other than that it's December and it's cold, so we're just going to move on. Um, so there's a synopsis. is legendary assassin John Wick retired from his violent career after marrying the love of his life. Her sudden death leaves him torn and... Um, oh, I can't read the way I'm writing. Basically just leaves him torn and broken. Um, also, <laughs> one of the main characters is Alfie Allen. He is, yeah. One of the main characters. It's pretty cool. So the film opens with the sound of a radio and a helicopter 
and um this like car crashes into a wall really slowly it's got like naked gun vibes it's like oh god here we go <laughs> no but like <laughs> car crashing <laughs> naked gun vibes <laughs> And um, John Wick was like falls out the car, and I'm like, oh my god, he's bleeding. He's like proper messed up. Yeah, I was like, you can't die like now because he's got a whole film to do and another two, so obviously going to survive. Yeah, so, kind of a spoiler that there's two sequels because you're like, yeah. oh, he's going to make it out. Had I have maybe watched the film and not known that, I might have been a bit more like. Oh. Anyways, he like collapses down on the floor pulls out his phone as like a video of a woman on the beach and um she's like oh what are you doing john and stuff so basically like it's obviously his wife so then like cuts to an alarm and like john waking up and it's like quite a nice little apartment or a house not too sure a house mm. well nice house well nice house if you want a nice house you have to kill people is the moral of the film almost kind of says crime pays but it shouldn't but it does <laughs> um so there's like photos up of him and his wife and there's like a coffee and stuff and he starts having flashbacks of like her life don't kill people by the way i take that back yeah don't do it don't kill people for a nice house no it's not cool not even for a horcrux oh, i got one in again fuck's sake you did it <laughs> they're not worth it yeah we don't promote crime on our podcast get back to the point so yeah, so then like you see her in one of the flashbacks collapsing on the floor. Oh my god. My sister warned me that I was probably going to need tissues for the beginning of this. It's like watching Up. Oh, don't remind me of Up. But That's with like... Keanu Reeves instead of an animated character. Idiots. So then like, it's her in the hospital. She flatlined, says goodbye and he's got hold of her necklace. And then it's her funeral and um, it's like all raining as it would do. And then you see someone standing there like watching. So then it goes to like all the cars and you finally see who's hovering around and loitering. And it's William Defoe's character. I don't know who he is. Willem. It's Willem Defoe, not William. Cool. I can't remember his character's name. Also, I quite like about this funeral reigning action film. Obviously, the hero normally stands in the rain, gets soaking wet. Not Keanu. He's bought an umbrella. He's not fucking stupid. No. He's not getting soaking wet. No, nope, I don't blame him. Well done, Keanu. He doesn't want to get cold. Bonus point. Yeah, don't want to catch a chill. No, it's not cool. Um, basically, they're talking about how is he really going to deny his old life and all sort of stuff. And he said, oh, what are you really doing here? And he's like, I'm just checking up on an old friend. And they shake hands and he leaves. I'm like, oh, that was a bit of a no sniper or like nothing. It was just a, oh, hey, sorry, your wife's dead. <laughs> <laughs> hello sorry your wife's dead do you want to kill some people no okay bye <laughs> just yeah i was it's like pretty much oh it's a bit of a anticlimactic but that's cool um so then he has it's back to his house and it's the wake and there's loads of people in there and then the room clears and it's just him and a doorbell goes and it's a delivery lady so basically, like, she says, oh, here's this, and it's a little box, and it's, like, an obviously an animal crate, and it's yeah. got a little card on it, and it's, like, the most adorable little puppy inside. So, so cute. And then um, you hear the letter being read in, like, the wife's voice, and she's talking about how this illness has really sort of, like, been quite difficult for them, and yeah. that she's giving him something that he can love and look after, and he looks on a little collar and the dog's called daisy that's so so cute and then he like does the classic thing of trying to put the dog on the floor on a blanket it's never gonna work it does work the dog is always gonna get in the bed and it's just it a little, pup- little puppy dog eyes doesn't look. stays on the floor lays down she does but it's the second night it gets in the bed i know but you know for a fact you can start with all good intentions with puppies and they're like no no you're a doggy. I'm just impressed it does one night. Yeah, you need to stay on the floor, be a good dog. But everyone knows the dogs end up sleeping in their beds. But yeah, anyways, they get up in the morning and um, he basically like gives the dog cereal. Yeah, because he's got no dog food. So he gives the dog some cereal and then he's leaving the house and like, the puppy's like running along after him, super cute, gets them in the car um, and then they pull into a petrol station 
or gas station. Either or. Either or. Um, and then you hear this car coming in and it's like loud music and there's three blokes getting out and they're speaking Russian. And one goes into the shop and there's another one like filling up the car. And then this other one walks around who's Alfie Allen. And he's like, oh, nice ride, that nice car. And also, just to highlight, is a bad guy smoking at the petrol station. Like, what are you doing, dickhead? I can't comment because my fire training. <laughs> I don't think you need fire training to know that you shouldn't smoke cigarettes at a petrol station. I know, but you also can't set fire to a car by putting a cigarette near its fuel tank. But you can set fire to actual petrol. Yeah, but not with a cigarette. Okay, actually, maybe you can. I can't remember now because I've actually watched it happen. But diesel. It... You can't set fire to diesel like that. No. It doesn't burn for long. It wouldn't, it wouldn't cause an explosion. Maybe it could cause a fire, which could cause an explosion. Anyway. Don't smoke at petrol stations. Cool. Anyways. Yes. So he walks over. He's talking to him about his car and he's like, how much is it for sale? He's like, it's not for sale. And then he says in Russian, like, everything's got a price, bitch, or something along those lines. But Keanu knows Russian. Yeah. And he just says something back to him. I can't remember what it was now. He says, not this, bitch. Oh, yeah, not this, bitch. So then he, like, drives to an airport hangar, and he's, like, driving around, I don't know, skid pan or something, but he, like, nearly crashes into a load of shit. Um, Screams really loud. Yeah. Ah! That bit, I really felt like he didn't need it in. It was almost like, oh, look at this Mustang. Look at him drive. I'm like, cut it out. It was pointless. Cut that bit. Just cut. Just wasn't necessary. We all know Keanu's cool. It is not necessary. So then they're back at his house and it's night time. Like, he's like, go on then, Daisy, hop in the bed. So Daisy gets in. And then it cu- it kind of cuts like a middle of the night type thing. And Daisy's, oh, God, this bit. It's like the actual pit. I don't even want to talk about it. This is rough. This is when, like, you know, this is a proper big thing for a film to do when they do something like this. Because... People, There's no coming back from no. this, is there? And, like, people don't always care about people, but if you fuck up an animal... Yeah, don't kill animals in films, because it gets people all riled up. Like, literally, I'm actually going to cry just thinking, like, oh, it's horrible. Oh, okay. So, Daisy barks, and then John wakes up, and he goes outside, and he gets smacked around the head, and they, like, ask... It's obviously the guys at the petrol station asking for the keys... And then, like, little Daisy's barking. He goes, I'll shut that dog up. Oh, my God. And then this guy just, like, smacks her on the head. And you kind of see... You don't see it, but you see, like, a faded outline. Like, Yeah, the camera goes to, like, John's perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. And he's like... So he's sort of... Blurred. One goes over to the dog, and then his eyes shut, and it opens again, and the dog's just laid there. Fucking hideous. Dead. Ugh. And then they find the car keys, and they go. Not until they, like, kicked him in the face. And then... He comes around, there's lots of blood, and then you just see John Lane holding the puppy in his arms. Fucking dead dog, it's grim. So then you see it's nine, uh, 6.19, there's a necklace and the collar laying next to each other. and oh, He puts the collar down next to his clock, doesn't he? Next to the necklace yeah. as well. Yeah, so they're both together. And then he um, starts cleaning up the blood, and then he has more flash- flashbacks, and he just looks pissed off. Yeah. And it my, looks like he's losing it. Yeah. Basically looked like my face when I... Full on rage. Fucking angry about the dog. I was like, why would you... Oh. <sighs> Poor dog. Arseholes. I didn't actually... Did they have a disclaimer saying that no animals were harmed in the making of this film? Probably, yeah. I don't think they really killed a dog. Obviously. I know, I know they haven't, but it was horrible. So then he's driving... Oh, then you see um, the guy's driving into a garage. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to keep this one. And then the guy that runs it, I thought it might be the guy that plays Toulouse the Trek, but it's not. Who's Toulouse the Trek? In Moulin Rouge. It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, John. He's also in... Um... Aguizamo, I think uh, you say his name. Is it? In Romeo and Juliet yeah. as well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's him, Kush, yeah. Not Makusha, that's a, um, Romeo's friend. I can't remember what his name is. He's uh, Juliet's cousin, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, one of the other ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, is it, is it is him. It is him. Oh, I love him as an actor. He's really good. There's quite a few famous people in it. There are. And he's like, where did you get this car from? And then he's like getting well pissed off of him. He's like punches him in the face. And um, in the meantime, you see John getting off a bus. Wow. <laughs> and then you see John walk into the garage. Obviously, this is after what's happened. Yeah. And he said, oh, um, he asked who they were. And basically the guy who's lose the track, I can't remember what he said his name was, gave them his name. Aurelio. Yeah. I think. Um, gave 
clicked on their names and um then it, it's just like a bit jumpy like cuts between conversations between john and then alfie allen's character and um but one of the bits made me laugh was he said oh you know oh yeah we went there and we like fucked up his dog and he's like oh yeah yeah fucked up his dog oh yeah great and then like I think punches him again. Yeah. And then one of the guys puts a gun to his head and he's like, oh, so you're like, if I put a gun to my head, you either kill me now. In my own now. shop. Yeah, yeah, either kill me now or you fuck off. So um, he turns his back and walks away and then Alfie Allen's character like starts shouting at him whilst he's walking away. I'm like, you're not that big a guy. If you're shouting at him whilst he's walking away, you're a fucking... Yeah, he's already, he's already floored you once. Maybe. Yeah, like, like just come give on, up. just go for it. So they go and then basically it cuts back to him talking to John and he says, um, what are you going to do then? He goes, I just need a ride. Aurelio's phone rings and it is a Russian guy on the phone saying, I, well, basically the beginning conversation you just heard about, I heard you struck my son. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> so cool. He's like, oh, may I ask why? Yeah, well, he um, he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And, oh. Just, Shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? So yeah, so that's that, and you think my son's a dick? It's Vigo. Vigo's the the dad. Yeah, I, I can't promise I'm going to remember it because I th- I think the son's Joseph, but I can't remember. It's something like that. Although I've written it down, it begins with an I. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I'm not going to guarantee I'm going to remember that. Yeah, I'm it's just going to call them by whoever because I'm just too tired. Uh, yeah. So then there you see the guy's dad walking down the stairs, and there's a guy that works for him saying that some people have agreed to some terms that he's made up. He's like, oh, congratulations. And then he's like, oh, have you seen my son? I think there's some sort of conversation. Anyways, you end up at a bar where, oh no, the guy's son comes in. So Joseph, whoever he, whatever his name is, comes in and his dad gives him a drink and he's like, oh, nice jacket. And then punches him in the face. It's <laughs> like, I would probably do more than that. It's so good. Here's a drink. I like your jacket. Whack. Yeah. What? And he's like, I'll clean up. And then he's like, the guy, the guy that said in the business, like, shall I just go? He's like, no, stay there. No, you stay there. <laughs> you don't go anywhere. And he's like, oh, you fucked up. And you, he said, oh, I just stole a car, you know, like, whatever. And he pours another drink. He's like, it's not what you did. It's who you did it to. And so, Alfie yeah. Allen's, that's where Alfie Allen's character's like, oh, that old nobody? Like, no. <laughs> that nobody is John Wick. And it basically it goes on to describe um, him as the boat boogeyman. Baba Yaga, they yeah. call him. The Boogeyman. So he was basically like... I like the bit where as well, he's like, the Boogeyman. He's like, John Wick's the man you send to kill the Boogeyman. boogeyman. You're like... He's like, I watched him kill three men with a pencil. A pencil! <laughs> when he says that, I'm like, one, I wanted a flashback. I wanted to see how he killed three people with yeah. a pencil. And two, how ridiculous is it, like... This assassin's so good, I've seen him kill people with stationery. I mean, like, is that a grade of assassin? Possibly, because, I mean, he Fedger's Joker killed someone with a pen. Uh, it was a pencil. One. It was also was a pencil. It? Or was it pencil? Or was yeah. it a pen? In the eye. Yeah, it's pencil. Sticks it in the table. Don't and you know, whack! But anyways, he said, like, basically, you know, it's quite important. Like, he made a deal before he left to marry his wife. Um, and basically he's fucked up because he killed his kid and, his, and kid dog and that he's coming for him basically oh, so when he's he, fucked, yeah, he, he? he says to, for John to retire they set him like an impossible job yeah like no one could do it and our business is built on the, all the bodies he buried that day so that, oh yeah it's like a few days after his wife dies you take his car and kill his fucking dog <laughs> I kind of hoped that it might have been a bit longer that you got to keep the dog, but no, obviously not. Um, so yeah. Then you see his son like goes and then you see him take out of his old book and he basically then calls John. Calls John. It's worth a try. It's worth a go, isn't it? And he's like really like I'm breezy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, breezy. <laughs> And he's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm so sorry to hear about, like, your wife. And it's probably, like, bad fucking luck that our paths are crossing again. But I wonder if we could handle this with, like, a bit of, you know, whatever word you Can we handle it amicably? Yeah. Can we be gentlemen? basically hangs up the phone. John just hangs up. Get fucked. And he's like, I think, and then the guy that's with him, this business guy, is like, what did he say? And he was like, enough. (laughs) Yep. 
enough. Yep. And he said, We're oh, fucked. We're so fucked. We're so, so fucked. So then he says, like, oh, well, I need to task a crew. And he's like, well, how many men do you need? And then... Like, how many you Vic- got? Victor's like, how many do you have? So, um... Send them all. Send everyone. Then you get this, like, scene where Victor is kind of singing a song in Russian about... Vigo. Vigo, sorry. Is singing a song um, in Russian. I told you I remember his name. I know. About the boogeyman. Um, about him coming for you and stuff. And then you see John, like, in the shadows. Armed guards all around the house. And then it kind of goes dark and he picks up a gun. And then you just have this massive, like, gunfire and he just fucks them all up. Gung fu. Yeah. I think that's I what mean, they actually call it. Badass. It, yeah, you can't describe it. You can't do it justice. No. There's, like, wrestling people to the ground. Like, yeah. The way he moves with the gun, the shots. My the favourite thing about John Wick, and I think it's like across the board, is that John Wick, like a normal action film, good guy shoots a bad guy, leaves him there. John Wick shoots him again. Mm. He's like, I've shot him three times in the chest. He's gonna die. I'll just shoot him in the head to make sure. But this is like the age-old thing in films, and I think not a lot of people do is. Zombie films, you make sure they're fucking dead. Yeah, it's what it reminds me of, Zombieland, where also, he's got the rules and he's like, double tap, like, shoot them again, make sure they're, they're dead. dead. Make sure they're not getting up. Not just maybe, they don't ever do it in Aliens and it fucks me and my friend Ashley off so much. Check that spaceship up and down for bastard eggs. Yeah, there's always an egg. There's always, always an egg gets away. one yeah. egg. Yeah. Just come on, people. Although, to be fair... Sigourney? Is it Sigourney that's yeah. here? Yeah. You've been in many a film. You'd think you should have learned. To be fair, in Aliens, the egg gets away for Alien free by being inside somebody. So... There's always one that's just left on the floor waiting to... Your out. face hugger. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they never look for. No. Nah. Never so, yeah. double check, do they? But yeah, John so always makes sure. He, he makes make sure, sure everyone's dead. It's more believable. He don't fuck about. No. More believable. As an assassin, you'd make sure people are dead. So then the doorbell rings. It's a police officer at the door. <laughs> Brilliant. And he's like, hi, John. He's like, hi, Jimmy. <laughs> hi. Oh, you, uh, you working again? Because he looks down and he just sees his dead body. He's like, I'm, I might be. Just, like, just straightening some stuff out. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> yeah. Just casual. Just like, like... night, Johnny. Night, John. <laughs> Night, Jimmy. And off he goes. Brilliant. <laughs> then he calls up and asks for a dinner, dinner reservation for 12. I was like, the fuck is he going at midnight? Door knocks. Cleaning crew. Yeah. Who are like, awesome. Just turn up, clean yeah. up all the blood yeah. and bodies. Laugh them all up nicely. Like, Hi, John. Thanks. Him. And he's just like, oh, you're back. So everyone like, sort of knows him. And then he... Um, goes and gets some gold coins, which looks like pirate gold. That's a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, interesting. You'll learn. You'll learn more about the gold coins in um, John Wick Two. They're a bit more prevalent. Awesome. But it's basically, the assassin money. Cool. Obviously, every man is dead. So, what's his name? Vigo. Vigo is like you need to lure the wolf, as in to get him over, and sets a contract for two million. To uh, kill John Wick. Yeah, puts a hat out on him. I was like, can anyone actually kill him? Probably not. Probably not. So then he um, speaks to Willem Dafoe's character. I remember that one. And he's like, I've got a job for you. Um, Basically, he asks if he will go off and kill John Wick for two million. He's like, is this exclusive? And he's like, no, because I think everyone's going to do it. It's an open contract. For anyone. But he said he's confident he could kill him. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought he was your friend. You just at his like, funeral. Now you're like, yeah, I'll kill him. No friends. No. Business. So, yeah. Um, and I was like, the thing is, like, he is actually quite a dangerous man now because he has nothing. He's got yeah. no dog. He's got no wife. He's got nothing really to lose. So he's just going to be all out fucking people up. And like he says then he's a man of focus and sheer will. Yeah. Like, so he's got all his time to think about killing this bloke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't... And nothing else to worry about, so... Mm. 
yeah, you fucked up. It's <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to do very well in this. So um, you then see Defoe's character like setting up a gun. It looks like a sniper type gun. And then you see um, John pulling up to a building and then Defoe standing outside of it. It's like, actually, when I stayed in New York, God, it's been, this is a few years ago now, early noughties, I suppose, when I was at college, there was like a building very similar to that, but bigger. It's like that kind of circular edge, isn't it? Yeah, the front, yeah. like a rounded front, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've got a picture of one of my albums upstairs. I'll show you one day. That could have been the hotel. Maybe. Mm. Um. So he goes in and there's a guy... Is it courtiage? I can't remember what they call them. Front people, hotels. Concierge. Yeah, that's the one. Um, he's like, oh, he said, oh, so we're here for two nights at the hotel. And um, he said, oh, is it still run by the same owner? And he's like, yeah, still the same owner. And uh, he gives him some gold coins. He said, your room is 880. He's like, it's a pleasure to have you here again, which is cool. Also sees a woman walk past him, um, which is quite important. Um, just chats on. to her, then he, she's just another... Assassin. Another assassin at the hotel. Interestingly, the I say interestingly, you won't care. The concierge is played by Lance Reddick, who voices one of the main characters in the Destiny games. Oh, cool. Good voice. He has got a really good voice. He hasn't got... I think he's got an... Is it like an African accent in this? He's got an accent. Yeah. I can't remember if it's African no. or not. It's so... Yeah, I, he's got a I think nice he might voice. be British as well. Awesome. So, um, you see him sat in the room watching the video again, and then he leaves the room, goes down a lift, through like a laundry room, through a storage room. There's another door that's got a little slot in it, and he puts a gold coin in. He's not British, he's American. Oh. Um, and he ends up in a special club, but it's not like the club in, I don't know if anyone's seen The Boys. If anyone has seen The Boys, it's like... It's a fucking weird club bit. A superhero club bit. It's yeah. so strange. No no spoilers for the boys, because we haven't even watched all of that. So. No, I was really... I sat sitting there watching this bit. I was like, what the actual fuck is going on? That's just like... Just so mental. That was weird. Uh, so he sits down with this bloke who is... Who did you say his name was? The actor. McShane. Ian McShane, yeah. Because I recognise him, but I don't know where from. Oh, loads. Been it's in loads, been of, in loads stuff, of stuff, yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, basically again, like asking if he's come back to this sort of life again. He goes, oh, it's just for today. He's the owner really of the hotel. hotel yeah. yeah. The Continental Hotel School. Yeah. And it really is just for that day that you realised towards the end that he wasn't lying. Yeah. Um, or wasn't he? <laughs> so um, back at the Continental and the... Um, Vigo, Victor, Vigo. Vigo. I'm sure I tried Vigo and it might be a bit easier to remember. Yeah. Um, so Dad is in the car, and um, it, they basically have like a welcome back, and this is to remind him not to break the rules of the Continental, otherwise there's he- heavy penalties for breaking the rules. Basically, then he goes to the bar and speaks to the barmaid, and she's like, "Oh, how long has it been? Like five years?" And she's like, oh, "I've never seen like this before. Like vulnerable." She leans over and gives him a kiss, and then you get a shot of the glass and a napkin that's got gold circle written on it. Which is where he can find the sun. The sun. Yeah. So then it's like a club scene, and John has got like all the gloves going. Guns, even, not gloves, guns. <laughs> that's because I'm trying to read stuff. Um and the music's awesome. And then you got the, you got shots of like the guards all looking for him. They're going, oh, have you seen him? Is he around? Like, no. And then you see the basement bit's got a pool. And then John arrives at the club and somehow sneaks in. He knows the bouncer. Goes up behind the bouncer, holds a gun to his head. And the guy's like, oh, hello, John. That's when they get to that bit. Yeah, Jump but that's ahead. how he gets in. You don't see him that bit, do that bit yet. Because he's not in yet. No, but you see him, like, walk. He arrives at the club. Yeah, outside. Yeah, and you don't see anything else apart from three guys go in as he's, like, standing outside. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're, like, going around and Alfie Allen's character's being an absolute prick. And um, I don't know if it's, like, his brother or something. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm babysitting. And he's like, oh, are you afraid of the bo- boogeyman? And he's like, well, I'm not. He's like, well, you should be. You fucking should. <laughs> 
So then you see a massive fuck-off bouncer, and then you see John Wick turn up, and he's like, well, hello, Francis. And that made me think of Deadpool. Deadpool, Deadpool, because it's Francis. Oh, Oh, Francis! Francis. (laughs) Hey, have you seen this, Francis? (laughs) Have you seen this man? Um, So he's like, oh, how about you take the night off? And he's like, yeah, okay, thanks, sir. (laughs) Good gun to his head. Why don't you have the night off? Do you know what? Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you. Like, I'll take that Thank mercy. You so much. Yeah, thanks so much. So then, like, you just see him going around fucking up all these people, like, just shooting them, like, blood splatters on the wall. And no one's seeing it on CCTV yet. He's just, like, silently going around killing everybody. Yeah, it's quite stealthy at first. Then yeah. He's, like, sneaking up. And then he gets the one guy who fights back a bit. I yeah. Think. So he gets pushed through a towel rack, and then everyone sees him, and then he sees the kid. And he looks freaked out. I'm like, oh, you're not a big person now. Um, and yeah, then it's just like a massive, massive fight, really. John just goes through the nightclub, killing everyone in yeah. his way, trying to get to this guy. The only bad thing about this film, you can't describe the action because no. you won't, you won't do it justice. It's so too like, quick. It's too quick. Too much happens. It's so just, smooth as well. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Keanu does most of it himself as well. Probably. Because you watch the guy, if it is him, but if it's a stunt double, you watch him move and it's quite slow and methodical. And mm. it, there's not a lot of like quick cuts or anything like that. They stay in the moment quite well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can't we can't describe the action no. to it. You're going to have to watch like, it. Um, so, he gets he does get injured and stuff, and um, so he's like, but yeah, basically, um, finds out he gets back to the hotel and he's not dead, and he asks for a doctor. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. He's like sewing him up, and he's like, "How much movement I'm going to have?" And he's like, "Well, you can't really move if you want it to heal." Oh, he's got a big cut across like his stomach yeah. doesn't he and he gets stitched up yeah. yeah and he's like but if you want to keep some movement then take these pills and it will give you like some you're going to bleed and it's going to tear your stitches but you know you've, you'll be able to function if, yeah if you've yeah. got an, if you've got a job to finish then you know yeah crack on doctor's just like oh fuck's sake yeah have these pills <laughs> you'll be all right so he's then like chilling in his bed and you see um defoe on the roof and you see like the gun target through the scope of his yeah. sniper, yeah, you're looking um, through there, and he basically then shoots the pillow. And I don't know whether that was intentional because through the scope, he sees the door open behind John because someone's come in while he's looking through the scope. Oh, okay, so um, he did it to wake him up then. Don't know, this is the thing. I was watching it and I was like, I'm not convinced, yeah, he actually wants at, to kill him at this point in the film. You assume he's missed, yeah. Is what you're supposed to think. But and even then, then, I wasn't too sure. Because I was yeah. like, he's supposed to be an assassin. And How got, the fuck would you miss? He's an assassin who uses a sniper rifle who's got a free shot. He wouldn't miss. No. But you're supposed to think that yeah. he's just missed. Um, And then, basically, the this girl that he's met, Perkins, who was at the counter, he's like, oh, you know, you, you're going to break the rules if you do this. And... She doesn't really give a shit. And then they, she tries to kill him. And she's like punching his wound. Yeah. That's really grim. It is really I was rough. like, that along with a cock shot is not cool. Do you know, like, it's just kick him in the nuts. Like, come on. That's a, that's a literal low <laughs> blow, isn't it? Yeah, punching him in the scar, in the stitches, is just like repeated dick hits. Yeah, it's you like just think, come on. Once. Once. Not loads. No. Once you can just... get away with. Yeah. But yeah, repeatedly. I was like, that's really unnecessary. Really unnecessary. Yeah. I was like, that's stupid. These assassins have got no fucking morals. So the phone rings. It's basically the guy at the desk, and he's just like, doop a doop a doo. Oh yeah, the phone. Yeah, they're fighting. <laughs> the phone's just ringing, ringing and ringing. Yeah, it cuts him downstairs. Like, <laughs> like the hotel huh. music. I wonder if he's asleep. <laughs> but like, he doesn't give up either. He keeps no, ringing. He just keeps it ringing. Like, just keep ringing. So then he like finally, you know, like punches her a few times and he throws her out of this little window and he answers the phone and he's like, oh, because at the beginning when the police officer came in, he's like, we've had a noise complaint. Yeah. So that's that. And then he's like, we've had a noise complaint. It's like another one. And he goes, oh, sorry, I was just dealing with an unwanted uh, guest. And yeah, so then you see Perkins is like trying to crawl away. 
and he basically gets some information out of her about where um Vigo keeps his private stash and um she gets that information it's basically at a church and as he goes out into the hallway and he's like knocked her out or something and the door opens and there's a guy and he's like oh hey hey john he's like oh hey harry and he's like oh talking to her and he's um talking to him he's like basically can you watch this this twat no keep an eye on her just keep an eye on her um harry's fuming as well yeah because she's broken broken the rules of the hotel so that's that so she she's left with harry he goes off to the church and he <laughs> shoots a priest in the leg. I think that makes me laugh. So he that. literally walks into the church. Though. Like, he, he knows it's a front. We know it's a front. But there's a priest and people in there. And John just walks in and starts fucking shooting. Like, he don't talk to anyone. Mm-mm. Some of them, you think, surely there's a chance, John, that one of them was just there to pray. Like, maybe just wandered in. No, John just fucking shoots everybody. Shoots a priest in the leg. Drags him downstairs, don't need to show yeah. him the vault and let him in. He's like, all right, you go, ladies. So, like, the ladies go out. And then he's like, well, what are you going to do? The priest asks him, like, what are you going to do with all of this? And he's like, just sets it on fire. Yeah, this. And chucks a <coughs> couple of incendiary grenades in there and sets fire to all their money. That's lovely. Every little bit. Like, fuck you. Then you see, like, he, he then see John Wick up on the roof and he's watching the carnage unfold as Vigo turns up at the church and he's like what the fuck has happened everything's burnt where's all my shit so he's pretty pissed off then it's back to the hotel with harry and perkins just like uh handcuffs to the back of her arms to the back of the chair and um he's like harry's talking to her and he's like oh housekeeping will find you um and he's like, basically, like, oh, she's no lady and stuff. And while she's talking to him, she's basically getting her hands free. Did you see how she got out of the handcuffs? No. She dislocates her own thumb. Does she? Yeah. She dislocates her thumb behind her back to then slide it out of the cuffs. So then she can slide the rest of her hand out to get out of them. That's fucking grim. It's awesome. It's so rank, but it's fucking brilliant. She manages to keep a conversation going as well while dislocating her own thumb. Like, I know it isn't real, but that's fucking... Cl- Fair enough. That's cool. Uh, basically, yeah, since she like, gets herself free and just kills Harry. Yeah, fuck you, Harry. That'd teach you well, to... I really uh, liked Harry. Like, that'd teach the... you to get involved. I know. I felt really sorry for him. So poor Harry. Yes, I called her a knob again. Um, She's a bit of a knob, yeah. Just don't. Proper knobber. Um, then you have a bit of a fighting scene because John starts shooting at the people at the church um, and a car, he's like doing all this fighting and then you see a guy run off and get in the car and basically like runs over him. Yeah, he's taking cover behind another car and he, and he smashes into that. Yeah. John's sent flying, knocked out. So he's then in a room, like your stereotypical kind of black room with a light coming through the window. Torture room. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And yeah, he's just asking all the questions about why why he done it. Like, did he know what was in the vault and the stuff in there's like priceless? Uh, he's yeah, basically talking about how um, the life follows him and he like how they he's in, like you infect people in your life, all this sort of bullshit and causing the boogeyman. Um, and then he John explains to him how the gift. Oh, this is like it was just like a fucking dog or a. Car it's just a fucking dog, and John's and, like. No, 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 it's no. like a final gift no, from my no. wife. And then he looks really angry, like gets up and he starts it's trying to fight. Oh, that's when he gives his um really angry speech as well. It's like yeah. about your son's robbed me of my grief. Yeah. And my grieving and my hope for the future. And that's when he goes off on when he's like, all day people keep asking if I'm back and I haven't really had an answer. But yeah, I think I'm back. And then like this bag goes over his head. <laughs> uh, yeah, but just before that's when he says, I like, gives him the ultimatum, doesn't he? He screams at him like, you can tell me where your son is or you can die screaming next to him. <laughs> and he's proper raging. Yeah. And then they chuck the bag over his head to suffocate him. And you're like, that, you better hope that works because he's yeah. fucking pissed now. And then I think someone like gets, he shoots through and then um, 
basically kind of frees him, doesn't he? There's a sniper shot comes in. Comes in. Sniper shot. Sniper um, shot. And then, like, there's some, like, serious... Oh, I've written down as serious wrestling moves because I think he's, like, wrestling... Full-on, like... Rolling around the floor. Judo-style throws yeah. and things, yeah. I've also written down, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Because I think there's, like, some kind of, like, proper wrestling moves. Does he, does he drop a people's elbow in there? I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's, like, all sorts of... I'm sure I've seen quite a lot of that in like WWE and I used to watch it. That was like some serious, <laughs> serious wrestling moves. Um, Maybe so The Rock will be in a new John Wick and they'll have an actual wrestling oh. match. His Instagram page with the food he eats. I'm so jealous. Oh, don't start on that. We, that's another podcast itself. This week on The Rock's Dinners. Oh my God. I just, I know the guy works out from like hours and he needs that to maintain his muscle but i look at it and i'm like oh my god if only i could eat that but if i just ate one of those meals i would just die of diabetes or something like, could he, you could probably live a week off one of his sunday dinners yeah yeah those massive banana oh no, it's a very yeah, don't, yeah let's get back on track <sighs> so literally can you smile the rock is cooking um god so you see bigo driving away and John is like chasing after them with his big ass gun. It's huge. A massive shotgun. Yeah. And he's like shooting the car and he shoots a passenger and um, he dies. And then the dad gets out and he's like, oh, cool it, cool it. Yeah, cool it. You just tried to have him suffocated. And also to remind you, your fucking son killed his dog. You just don't do that. Like your son's a prick. I know you're his dad, but give him up. Jesus. I would would be mortified if I found out, you know, that my son had been involved in killing someone's bloody dog. I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Anyways, uh, he gets out and he's talking to him and he's like, oh, just let me walk away um, for your son and, and, like, pull the contract, basically. So he, like, just, it finally gives his son's address, like, where he is. gives his son up. And takes away the hit on John. Yeah, so it's done. And then he's like... Um, Fucking bottles it. Yeah. Full on bottles it. So he said, oh, they, you know, they're going to know you're gonna, you're coming. He's like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do I look like I, I care? Give a shit. Um, so you see him like, I don't know if he's rolling a cigarette or a joint. I don't really know. Something. He sat there smoking, like knowing his son's going to die. Um, and then it goes to the safe house room with the, one of his son's friends playing some sort of video shooting game. And he's like blowing up cars and stuff and John's just there shooting people. Um, and then there's like another bit of a, like a, a shot goes through the window, kills a friend playing the game. Snipes him right through the headphones, Head, yeah. doesn't he? Headphone then, to headphone. And takes out the snipers outside. And yeah, just basically fucks people up. And then he just kills his son and he like walks away. But like, it's literally just like that. And it yeah. like it chases the son into a room. Like the son's running down to get in some cars. He blows up the cars. Yeah. So what do you thought of that? Goes in there, shoots the son once as he's laying there dying. He tries to say something with mouth off and John just shoots him again. He's dead. Yeah. And that's it. He walks away and it's quite nice because he like, it's all sort of like faded. Yeah, no big like, fight. No, no big just thing. Dumb. Just full on. Revenge. He spent the whole movie trying to kill this guy. There's no epic showdown. There's no conversation. He finds him finally, shoots him, done. Yeah, completely done. Not fucking about. No. And you're like, oh, okay. Is <laughs> it? End of the film. Yeah. It's all it Wonderful. It's not though. It's not. Um, so you're back at the hotel and it's like, oh, your parting gift as compensation is waiting for you out the front. It's what like an it? actual black car, like a black new black Mustang in it. Yep. It's like, oh my God, what the Replacement fuck? Replacement car. Yep. At this precise moment in time, I was like, I'd quite like to be an assassin. This, this has all turned out very well for yeah. John Wick. Yeah. Bar the dead dog. Well, he's lost his dog and his wife, but he's got a nice new car. And everything was sort of quite easy. Yeah, he's just sort of... Sort of thing, yeah. Um, so then you like, there's a shot of him walking down the street, and then you see him talking to Defoe. He's like, Oh, how many times I have to save your ass? It's like, Oh, obviously, yeah, he did, uh, yeah, did miss on purpose as a warning. And, and then he obviously was there when, yeah. yeah. And um, he said, uh, about him being retired, like, Do I look retired? And then you see Perkins, the woman, sat in a car, and you're like, Ooh, so basically, he's saying that he's gonna 
come back to it. And then you've got like a bit of a cityscape and then you see Defoe walking into the house, which turns out to be the Russian's house. And the three men approach him and the door opens. And... It's actually his house, I think. What, Defoe's house? Yeah, I think it's his house. And literally, as he gets to the door, they open his front door. And he's like, whatever, let's get this over with, whatever the fuck it is. And he like beats him up. Yeah, they realise he's been helping John. Yeah. And they fuck him up. So yeah, so he's basically been like shot a few times. Um, and then this that Perkins comes in and he's saying that she's going to work on his terms. Uh, Perkins kills Defoe. Vigo phones John from Willem Defoe's house. And basically tells him that, you know, I've I've now murdered your only friend because you murdered my son. He goes back to the house. And when he's at the house, he gets a phone call from the guy who runs the Continental. Mm. Like, oh, you that's, know, we're like neutral. That is, yeah, but that's after they Perkins arrives somewhere and they all shoot her. He goes, oh, basically your contract's revoked. Yeah. He killed Don't really Perkins. get where Perkins is going. But yeah, you see her walk somewhere and then four guys come out and they surround her. The manager comes out and he's like, your uh, your license has been revoked and you tried to do business at the Continental, so you're going to be punished. And then four blokes just shoot, shoot her, her. point blank. She's Dead. gone. And that's when, yeah, that's when he phones John and says, like, we're neutral, but I heard a certain chopper is being fueled at a certain airport for a certain person. John's, John's just like, okay, I know exactly where to go. Yeah. Off he goes. So off he goes. He's got this. He's driving his nice new car, and then um, he's like just smashing into Vigo's car, and then the business boat's with him is like freaking out about how he's gonna die, and then Vigo's just sitting there laughing. Um, yeah, he's off his head by this point, and he's just lost his care and just thinks it's funny. Um, then I wrote down because I thought it would be quite an amusing thought. So, like, where they have, like, a big fight and, like, I don't know, if I can remember rightly, someone got thrown over a car and he's going about fucking people up. And I thought it'd be really funny if he had, like, two of, like, the bad guys, like, the goons, having a chat, like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, how was your weekend? Oh, it's good, thanks, yeah, your kids are doing good. And having a little conversation and they turn around and they just get killed by John. (laughs) Just like, oh, goons. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, that would kind of fit in this film. Yeah. It's good this bit at the end, because he's in his car, isn't he? And he yeah. manages to shoot people, run people over, all that. What He never gets out of the car. No. It makes me think a bit like, it's like they've made him like a modern day cowboy in a way, but instead yeah. of a horse, he's in a car. Like one bloke goes over the roof, yeah. he hits him, he goes over the roof, and as he's rolling over he's the like roof, shoots, shoots through the roof and kills him, reverses into someone, reverses shooting yeah. fucking is donuts it... while shooting. I was like, this is, oh, it's just wicked. It it's so good. It going while spinning in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is a bit like that. Um, then you see the business guy is like asking if he's got a gun and um, the... Vigo says to him something in Russian. And he's like this ongoing thing. He's like, like, oh, in English? And he's like, good luck. And he basically calls him a Russian cocksucker. And then I don't know why he thought he was going to get away. Like, if I was him, I would have just fucking run, you know? He had a gun for protection and just run. But he tries to shoot him. And then, yeah. And why then would looks, you do that when you know so that he's he like... Sh- he shoots at John in his car. Mrs. John hits the car. And then looks at the gun, like, really smug. Like, yeah, I did that. And then... John just turns the car around and runs him the fuck over. Like, I'm with you. He's like, give me the gun. There's the helicopter. Right, I'm fucking gone. Yeah, just get away. I'm not fighting this bloke. Well, John has no idea who he is. Yeah, he looks at him as if, like, offended that he should. It reminds me of the bit in Dark Knight Rises, where Batman's on the motorbike and the young cop shoots him in the back and he just turns around like, the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, what? Exactly. Um, so he basically ends up having his car, like, go over the edge, and it's completely... Yeah, Vigo crashes his car oh, into yeah. John's car. John has to, like, roll out last second. So his car's fucked. Then he says about... So Vigo and um John have a fight. He says, like, oh, no no more bullets, just me and you. And they have to have, like, a fist fight. So I'm like, okay, fine. And then he pulls out a bloody knife. Because of course. Because whatever and then they're like in the middle of a standoff like pushing each other so 
John stabs himself with Vigo holding the knife. And, he um, does, yeah, to get control of the knife. He yeah. stabs himself to then pull it out himself and stab Vigo. Hideous. Um, and then they're both sort of like laid there bleeding or sat there bleeding. I think they just, John just walks away and leaves him and it goes back to like the beginning scene of John. Yeah. Sort of sat there. He then gets himself up and goes into like this room that he breaks into. It's like a load of little dogs. And a little it's like m- an animal shelter. Yeah. Like and there's like a medication cupboard where she goes in and he like staples his own wound, like stab wound and like pour stuff on it. And he hears this like little dog whimpering and he goes over and he's like, coming home with me or come on. Or, come on, let's go home. And he just takes a dog and then that's it. Just him and his hound walking away. It's really cute. And that's where it finishes. Yeah. So simple. It's brilliant. But yeah, I mean, I said to you after we watched it, I think that it's one of those films that's kind of got the best of everything. It's got a bit of a romance story. It's sad, so it's going to appeal to maybe women, maybe some men that like those sort of stories. I'm not going to be gender specific. I can't say that word. Specific. That's a dude. Um, but yeah, it's got a nice mixture of everything, really, isn't it? I will say, though, there was one point, I'm pretty sure it might have been, wasn't the nightclub, there's like another bit of a, of a fight, and I got a bit bored. Yeah? It was just too long. Like, I just... It, I like the sh- when they're short and sweet, you know, like re- like the bit in the house was really Yeah, cool. I think you're on about the nightclub chase from the pool. That's oh, quite a long sequence. It took forever. I was like, just, yeah, I just, I got a bit bored. It's only, yeah, it's good, but it was, yeah, too much. Um, yeah, it was sad. It was very brave to kill the dog, but obviously made sense in the film. Um... I think his emotion was amazing because obviously, like we said at the beginning, and you said he, where he'd lost his wife young. Yeah, so when he gets to the dog to begin with, and they read the note, and he's like breaking down. It it don't look like he's acting. No, that it looks very real, real when yeah. you can really raw. sort of see he's a man who has actually been through that in real life, and you just like it's, it's horrible to put that in a film. Must be so hard mm. for him. But he, yeah. Yeah, he's Keanu, so he does it. It's amazing. Because he's awesome. Um, yes, it's kind of got a bit of best of everything, really. It's just... It's very enjoyable. If and I, you like action, yeah, you have to watch John Wick. It's so, so good. I think I said to you on the school run this morning about um, how Die Hard could, could be plausible. He could survive some of that, maybe. Not probable, but... Plausible, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is like believable. Yeah. Because like, cause how, cause like how he does things, like making sure they're dead, how he conducts his business, like how he everything. You just like the way, actually. What's refreshing as well is an action movie where you actually see the the main character spend a whole time shooting gun, constantly check his gun to yeah. make sure he's got bullets. Because there's a bit in the nightclub where he, where he, he stops. Gets, Pull, yeah, pulls yeah. it, checks if there's bullets, and then reloads. Yeah. And you're like, yes. Like, action films don't do this. No. They have a pistol that can hold, like, 15, 16 bullets and shoot 30 to 40 before yeah. they reload. John Wick doesn't. He shoots the right amount of bullets, reloads his gun. Are you the person that has a countdown? Who? Deadpool. He does have a countdown, yeah. <laughs> because he forgets his bullets. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like the way Keanu moves with a gun, but you can see him training for John Wick. He does a lot of um, speed shooting range things where he has to move in a time limit and he real guns and everything. Like he takes it serious. Because I think if you're going to be doing a film, why would you not? It is your job. Yeah. I don't go into my job half-assed and hope for the best. I do. (laughs) Consistently. Not even a lie. No, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't even pretend that I did. But anyways, um, my rating is five out of five. Damn right it is, yes. And that's not just because of the love of Keanu. That is literally because as soon as I finished watching it, I felt like that Nick Frost character. like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was oh. good. <laughs> I told you, yeah, I told you you'd be surprised by John Wick. Yeah. I couldn't really think of a suitable word for it. 
I'm pretty sure I've used marvellous before. We'll just say magnificent. Magnificent. I can't think of anything else. My brain doesn't work. Breathtake, um, breathtaking. Breathtaking. That's what he said at a game show, wasn't it? Oh, was it? That he was because he's in a new computer game coming out. Oh, cool. Keanu Reeves. He's one of the characters. And as he walked on stage to announce something, someone shouted out that he was breathtaking. So Keanu, being Keanu, just went, "No, you're breathtaking." Oh, bless him. Because he's Keanu. What a smooth mover. Um, what is next then? Do you know what? I don't know. Oh. I haven't got that far yet. Okay. No, I have really. Of course oh. I have. Um, it's going to be a Western, isn't it? Yeah. Crap. Because I, I think I've, I think at literally the end of every episode I go, I'm, I was thinking about a Western, but, and then I pick something else. So well, now, it's, a Western, now it's time though. for the Western. I, I know you hate Westerns, mm. so I'm going to be kind to you. Mm-hmm. And not make you watch like an older, proper, grizzled Western. Ugh, it's going to yeah. be a recent one. Okay. Um, so we're going to watch the remake of The Magnificent Seven. Okay. Because the remake has Denzel Washington in it. Yes. And Chris Pratt in it. Yes. So. Okay, fine. At least it's got people in it you know and like watching. Yeah. So that's the trade-off. Who doesn't like Denzel Washington? Crazy people. We fucking love that man. All right. Like every Rain film we watch with him, didn't we have like a night where like a week? We're like, let's have a Denzel week, and we just watch like. Yeah, we did watch loads so. of Denzel films. It's why the Denzel, <laughs> loads of Denzel films. It's why there's not going to be that many on this podcast because if Denzel's in it, you've probably, probably seen it. Seen it. I think we watched, I think we did Training Day, Book of Eli, Man on Fire, Deja Vu. There was something else as well. Remember the Titans? And we did like them all through the week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's another one. Oh, we watched, um, oh, it was that crime one, wasn't it? Where he's... The Cop with the Devil. We watched that. That's Denzel. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. Also, oh, and um, Bone Collector. Bone Collector. Yeah. Yeah, the one... Where he gets possessed by the devil. I can't remember what it's called. And then oh, the devil weird. ends up in a cat or something oh, at the yeah, end. It looks like really so weird. weird. Oh, anyway, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Fine. So, Magnificent Seven, but with Denzel. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll do that. I've got no choice. No, you haven't. I don't know why you said you'd do that. Because you don't get to pick. As always, you can get hold of us on Instagram as Hayley underscore watches. We're on Facebook. Uh, under Haley Watches, you can also email us on HaleyWatches2020 at gmail.com. Um, I hope everyone's starting to feel a little bit festive. You never are, you're such a Scrooge. Do you know when I get festive? Five to midnight, Christmas Eve. Do you? No, that's not true. I you get festive. I, I get festive uh, as soon as I hear Stay Another Day by E17. Oh, what a tune. That's, that's a Christmas song. Anyways, um, we hope you've enjoyed. It's really hard to describe some of the actually fighting scenes, but you have to watch it. Yeah, the takeaway is watch John Wick. Just fucking watch it. Watch the action and just be like, wow. Just be mesmerised. Because we're going to go and watch John Wick 2 now. Yeah, we are. We are indeed. We're not reviewing that one. No. I'm just going to watch them now. Just going to carry on watching them. Cool beans. Well, stay safe, everybody. And um, we'll be talking to you soon i suppose <laughs> when we do the next one yes i suppose yes i suppose <laughs> you are breathtaking <laughs> ciao for now ciao bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.